Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to the first ever WTF1 podcast. Cue cheering. I'm Matt, as you may know, and uh, we've got a few guests along with us today. I'm not going to do that in those introductions. You are, and you're going to give me three wacky things about yourself that you're going to tell everyone so that everyone can get to know you. Three. That's quite quite a lot. That is a lot. More than one, less than four. Wacky things. Or just interesting facts. Okay, Okay, I've I've got a interesting fact. Okay. When I was about nine... What's I... your name first? Oh, I'm Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you all know who Sebastian I'm... Sebastian Lewis, Fernando Yeah, I'm the girl with the interesting <laughs> fact. So, um, I'm Jess. Um, but the interesting fact about me is um, when I was ten, I almost lost my foot. It was almost amputated. Fucking heavy start to the podcast. So I could have been... And that's all right. Thanks for watching. <laughs> yeah. That's, How do you want to? I mean, we don't really need to go into the gory details, but essentially, I just got like an infection in my oh. foot, in my bone. Actually, it was a Formula One. You were trained oh, yeah, to be a Formula, Formula One driver. One, trying to obviously. Yeah, crash. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Herbert. I'm not. I mean, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Tommy, what about you? Okay, one interesting fact. There's three. We're going to be. Uh, so when I was five, I nearly died. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, he's actually trying to watch uh, I was like, me. do I laugh right now? I'm not sure if he did actually die. I've got a double jointed thumb. Oh, God. Okay, no, that's gorier than Jess's foot. If At I'm least honest. my foot's still there. Yeah, that's good to know. Your thumb's everywhere. And Alistair, you are behind the camera. You're kind of like a behind the scenes guy. Yeah. So we've got this camera angle right here. Hello, hello everyone. So you can see Alistair. Uh, I mean, going off what everyone else is doing, I've broken both my wrists <laughs> twice. <laughs> we've all gone for like... So you want to know a bit more about us? We're actually going like full-on body... Body impalements and and all that stuff. And and to make the full set, I stabbed myself with a chisel (laughs) when I was in year nine, making a dovetail joint. Was that for a box or a drawer? Uh, a shelf. <laughs> I've still got a scar yeah. there from a school compass. Should we stop talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> like... Good. <laughs> so, no, yeah. Yeah. so the, the point of these WTF1 podcasts is to talk about motorsport and Formula 1, not injuries. Uh, so we're going to go straight into car launches and testing, which is obviously the, the, main, yeah. the main point of this video, is to talk about the most relevant stuff. So let's move straight on to... What do we think about the 2018 It's cars? quite interesting as well because we've been in the office and obviously testing's been on for a while, well, yeah. last week, and all the car launches were before, but we've actually stopped ourselves from talking about it in the office. Yeah. Every time someone went to talk about it, we went, no, save it for the podcast. So Save all your is, ranting for later. This is literally going to be... No, yeah. no shh, shh. Write it on the sheet. Put on it on the, the sheet. Put it on the sheet. It was the kind sheet. of That was the, the little catchphrase we had running. So this is actually the first time we're all really going to be... Opening up venting. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from <laughs> you, you've had yeah. internet's best I, reaction. I have my own venting platform. <laughs> so you guys will know my opinions and you're just going to shoot them down in this podcast. Yeah. Fantastic. So any outstanding thoughts about the 2018 cars? Well... 
they look pretty much like they did last year, just with a, with, halo. With a halo, which is another thing that I found hilarious about the whole launches and testing in that everyone, because there's nothing else to talk about, everyone was hating on the Halo so hard. Like, it was all we would hear, you know, on every YouTube video, all over social, like, when we were just looking at Twitter, oh, the Halo, ooh, like, ooh, oh, don't People making flip-flop memes, idiots. <laughs> but now they're here, the haters stopped hating. Like, everyone uh, is already... Still, no, there's I been a lot most, less. There's been a lot people, less yeah. stuff. People are getting yeah. used to it. That's just how I it was with, like, the I haven't seen as much. Like, I thought when the first cars were released, everyone would be like, Halo, 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 Halo. And actually, everyone's just like, oh, that's cool. Like, this I've is Sidepods, deliveries, <laughs> blah, 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 etc. Exactly. And, like, it's not as bad. Like, I've got WhatsApp groups with other F1 fans. And oh, we're fun fans. Oh, not, not my fans, just the <laughs> I've, I've got, got a group. I've got no fans, but um, <laughs> but like other like F one people, and they've all been messaging me going, "Is it like bad to say that I actually quite like the Halos?" I think they've actually design wise, I think they've incorporated them a lot better than I thought. Mm. Um, the Sean Bull helmet design livery concepts I thought would be like take it to that next level. Mm. Please for twenty nineteen, yeah. but like. I actually don't, I hardly even notice them anymore. I don't think they're that bad. And actually, I was looking, someone posted a picture of a 2016 car the other day. Mm -hmm. And controversial opinion, but 2018 cars, regardless of the halo, look 2018 cooler. 2018 cars or 2018? You kind of delayed, you're like, 2018 cars. <laughs> 2018 cars? <laughs> yeah, look just as good if not better than the 2016 cars wow. anyway, because the 2016 cars just looked Rubbish. stupid. You look back at them now with the Super tall wings, wings yeah. tiny wings. tires, they look like like toy cars, like a lot of people mentioned, and I think they look pretty awesome. Well, that's the thing though, people will look back, just like we look back at the step nose, for example, we mm. absolutely no hated that when it first came out, and then halfway through the season, no one said a word. And I think for me personally, it's, it's looking at the, in the exterior of the car looks great, but it's when I see it in TCAM, that's when I kind of get triggered. It's yeah, when you true. see yeah. the basketball hoop, which I said in Internet Reacts, it just looks dreadful. Yeah, so I hope they're going to incorporate up, some it? different camera angles. But I'm wondering, though, because the whole idea is that the driver doesn't actually see it, do they? Because they're, all, they're using all their peripheral vision. Mm. But with a camera, you can't, because it's not in 3D, like we at home can't see that. So all we see is that freaking Yeah, because everyone commented on our post screen. about the video with the Halo, like... Well, how is this safe? They can't see anything. And it's like, well, I can still see perfectly fine by yeah. doing that. Yeah. But it's, you can't, I mean, how can I mean, where are they going to put the onboard cams? I mean, are they going to sit higher? The, well, the, well, I thought the, I saw the, one on top on of the, the halo. halo. Yeah, yeah. Right, in okay. the halo. Because like, that would be good. I mean, I think cool. the, the teams and everything have done their, like, they've done their onboards because people want to see what it looks like with the halo. But actually, by doing that, it's not what it actually looks like with the halo. Mm. So it's almost like, People are going to want to see it because it's the biggest thing to be added to the cars this year, but it's not actually what the drivers see. So it's kind of counterproductive, yeah. in my opinion. But, I mean, we're going to get more and more used to it as the seasons go on. Um, and I, I think it probably helps that, you know, there's no open, uh, open wheel racing without Halo anymore. So right the way through the seasons, right? So Formula E's got it. And I guess like that, the season five car for in that respect is like it looked super aggressive, and actually the halo looked mm. pretty cool. Yeah, 
Um, it looked part of the car. It did, yeah. like yeah. it was bolted on at the end, which is what I think the main concern for everyone yes. is, is that yeah. it still looks like it. But then there's an the argument where like, some people have painted it and I still don't know what camp I'm in over this, that some people like Ferrari have painted it red to try and match the car and blend in. Some, some of them I think it looks worse, whereas McLaren left it black and I think that actually works. I think it works with nicer. the orange as well, so yeah, contrast yeah, it contrasts. I don't know, but the blue, because there's that, there's that blue there too. And I, I mean, I hate black and blue together anyway, like as a, just as a color combo. But <laughs> I can see it in your <laughs> eyes, <laughs> black and blue. Anyone Second, wearing black and blue? I was just like, am I wearing black and blue? <laughs> Second weird fact about me, <laughs> I hate the colors Don't wear black, black and blue, blue around Jess. Um, I think sometimes it can look nice, but gen like generally speaking, I don't I don't like it. So that for me on the McLaren, it really sticks out to me that there's a effing halo on the top. Whereas I think it looks cool though. There's something about it. I <laughs> genuinely, I genuinely <laughs> think that it works because the McLaren has the big side pods which are like painted all black, and then the halo is all black. So it's sort of like it just looks like an aero piece, whereas. Mm. I still think the Renault is the best solution and the best looking car. Hell yeah. Absolute country I agree with that. I agree um, with that. That is just I'm not sure. an awesome car. How can you not think the Renault is the best? Explain. Just, Salva's the best. It is so good. It's, oh, no, Salva. Salva looks like there's too much going safe. on in one area and then not in the other. It's just... It's classic. It's, it's classy. Classic. It is. Yeah. Everyone swoons over the Marlboro McLaren and there's no real difference there. It's just a classic simple livery white and, and red good. yeah but speaking of Torosso, which just appeared on screen uh i can't believe matt voted six out of ten i'm very disappointed 6.8 actually so okay. it's coming up to it's seven they've the, kind of they've kind of gone for sauber's old blue haven't they they've made it brighter oh yeah which is cool i, loved I it. like that like, they set it apart from red bull like it's the same livery as last year but they set it apart it's just Fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I think, I think, yeah, I think that's it's, my favourite. It's livery. quite nice, yeah. It's, it's just not, it's, it's just not Renault. It's just really good. Renault, <laughs> Renault's just so much better. Anyway, let's move on to what wasn't used, which was the Red Bull camo livery, which mm. they launched thinking that maybe we're going to see it in testing. We didn't even see it in testing. So I've heard theories that it was because Daniel crashed, like during the demo, oh. and that because they only had it kind of ready for that and were going to use it then afterwards. That, that Essentially was, just a prototype. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure if I think mm. that's real or not because, I mean, they're used to crashing and yeah, recovering yeah. liveries. So I'm not sure if that's exactly what happened. But, I mean, they did, again, they said that they were going to launch their official livery at testing and they I mean, never at any point said they were going yeah. to be testing in the camo. Mm. But oh my god, their camo liveries are always so cool. Yeah. Like, oh, their testing liveries are always the coolest, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's like how... It's not as good as the why? original. It's not as good as what? The original, the one that they've got uh, now, is better. Oh, yes, it is thing. better. It's, how is the current <laughs> livery better than that? That is good. Oh, and, so and it looks cool. awesome, oh, but it's just, a tar it's just a lesser good Did you put some glasses you, on today? Yeah, how, how, can you, how can you... How, is, how is that a lesser... Put the, uh, put the original Red Bull out and the, the, the all over. Yeah, but the matte and the coloured Red Bulls that just pop on the mat looks absolutely amazing. And it's just look at that. It's I, just think awesome. as a, and I think it's as like a iconic. It's like modern iconic. Like in ten years' time, when Red Bull bugger off, and everyone would be like, "Oh, do you remember how good the Red Bull was? It was such an awesome livery. Oh, I love Red Bull." And now everyone. Knows so that'll about be you. It. Well, yeah, probably, but. <laughs> 
I think I agree like that and especially as a spectator it's a very recognizable like when you're watching like from your grandstand seat or your roaming ticket wherever you've got like it's very easy to spot the bulls mm. and especially now that Toro Rosso has gone yeah. very very blue um it separates them out so from a spectator's point of view yeah it's 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 iconic the camera on the track though like if you look at the pictures of it on track it looks amazing in a bright white studio where you can see all the little glitch paintwork and stuff you can't see it but you can't see it on the track and it's the same with old cars where they've like everyone's always like oh i just released the car like all plain black like i think Renault did it one year where they did that test car and actually the reality was that's a bit boring yeah. yeah, plus plus sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> so Ali, you, you wrote down on, on the sheet, we're going to call it, uh, Hass Rabbit. The Hass Rabbit. You, uh, you, you started actually speaking to us about this, and then they were like, put it on the talk- sheet, yeah. we'll talk about it now. What did you want to talk about it? I have no idea what the Brilliant. bloody hell okay, this Hass Rabbit is. Anyone I've actually got no idea. It. So this was at the end of their launch vid, right? For like a split second. Yes, yeah, on the car. For a split second. Is it on the car? Yeah, I know, I know why. I'm just going to let you guys talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom is like top drawing, top drawing information. So we all look like idiots. And I'll he's like, actually. <laughs> so go on then. What is it, what is it for? It just has is hair in Dutch. Right, good. Okay. That's the whole reason. boring, yeah. But they have it. stuck on the car because people in Holland like has it's hair. But they, they're, they're not, is it, did you say Dutch? They're, yeah. None of them no are Dutch in any way. Yeah, but Haas is not a US, typical US name, is it? Well, True. it is, but in terms of originally, it's like Dutch origin, right? Do you want, do you want to hear my, my, my banter that I prepared earlier was about Haas? Do you want to hear it? <laughs> oh, so, so this is from the Haas press release, and it just made me laugh that people actually think that people care about sort of press conference bollocks. So the, their press conference said, uh, people see what we can do in Formula One and believe Haas Automation built world-class machine tools. The livery is a little bit of a return to what we had in our first car, the VF16. It's clean and precise, just like the machine tools made by Haas Automation. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Haas. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're really... That doesn't justify how but I guess shy like, the livery is, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like that all that PR stuff is is kind of goes hand in hand with the the launches and with the with testing and like mm. how people talk about testing and how everyone thinks that testing's one of those weird things, right? Where we all know it's the first time we're properly seeing the cars on track first time that we're seeing like race setups, fastest laps, like what's the top speed of these bad boys now? But like, you can't glean anything from pre-season testing really, other than potentially reliability. Because if they go for long, if they can't manage long stints, then absolutely, they probably have something to worry about. But I mean, not including the fact that we had freak snow in Barcelona and no one could go out on track for a day, but there was a different, diff- different teams were fastest each day. Um, people were, I mean, people clearly sandbag. Like they're not gonna put out everything that they can do on in testing, especially not the first week, because they show their cards and. Mm. You know, if, mm. if Mercedes just comes out and absolutely nails it, then Ferrari Which might, they kind of did at the end. Which they did at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and on medium tyres, which is something maybe we'll touch on in a, in a second. But 
like it's it, it really amazes me how people still like well, when I Try say people work but it out, yeah they, they they think that they know how the season's going to go from like one they, day yeah, of testing. Yeah, yeah. And it unless is... it's like last year when the McLaren Honda didn't even leave the pits yeah. without breaking down, then you're like, okay, they're going to have a bad year. <laughs> they're but really apart, sandbagging. But, yeah, but apart from that, like no one, no one really knew that they last no. year what was going to happen. And I mean, if you want to look into it, then you could say, well, it's business as usual at McLaren mm. and Toro Rosso Honda is actually looking pretty damn good. Yeah. The memes from that were mm. awesome. So they, they set the yeah, most laps of anyone in testing. It's just, it's just, just the Alonso insane. effect, isn't it? It really I mean, is. I was watching that, uh, the Amazon Prime thing. Uh, the, the McLaren one. Yeah. yeah. And the final episode is about testing last year. And Alonso goes out the pit lane, they have an oil problem, and he goes back in, and then they lose seven hours, and then they come back out the track, and he has another oil problem, and he's back in. And that was like their first day, and Torosso did like 90-something laps. On their first day? On their first day, no problem. They were the, they were the first team at the end of the pit lane, and there's, there's that picture of Eric Boulier, Boulier. just <laughs> staring he at the so, Torosso. He so annoyed in that picture. Oh, it's so funny. but. Fair play to them, they've clearly... It, it makes you wonder, was it just the relationship between the two of them that just wasn't working, rather than... Yeah, possibly. Well, I think they were brought in, weren't they, Honda, a bit too early. They were kind of like rushed into Formula mm. One and then mm. they actually planned to come in a bit later. They always said that when they first started, like their first season back with McLaren, they were like, we're going we're gonna to need a few seasons to get this right. But obviously, McLaren being McLaren are under huge pressures to perform. Mm. But again, we yeah. were talking about it as well. Like, you know, before um, Hamilton left for Mercedes, McLaren were having appalling reliability issues with 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 the Mercedes component. So mm. you're just like, well, everyone. There... There's always the the argument is, oh, if McLaren had the Mercedes engine, they'd win. They had the Mercedes engine in 2014, win. and they won a few times. They, well, they, sh well, they, they didn't win. Won. They didn't win a race. They could yeah. have won if they hadn't have had the reliability issues. Yeah. But they had yeah. massive reliability issues, and it—I I mean, argu arguably, that was one of the reasons why Lewis jumped ship to Mercedes. Mm. Um, so, and then we've saw we saw what happened with Mercedes. So, is it is it McLaren? Is there something not right? In McLaren, that means Deep that. Deep down, I do not want to believe that. <laughs> as, but I think that's probably the case yeah, for a lot, of a lot of people. Yeah. But just because, I mean, the same thing happened with Williams, right? Yeah. Williams yeah. were literally up here, like unbeatable. Something goes wrong. There's a change of um, personnel. And it was now, a loss of Ron Dennis. There you go, like Ron Dennis. They need. I know Ross Braun's got a new job nowadays, but honestly, he's just the fixer, right? He's, Everyone needs a Ross Braun. Oh, yeah. Tommy doesn't agree. What, with I Ross met Ross well, W.H. Smith one time. No, <laughs> just like, Yeah, well, before... Oh, yeah, you told me about that. I was <laughs> working at W.H. Smith, and uh, I think I was probably about eight, 17, 18, and he's walked in, I've just gone... <laughs> and literally, I was like, <laughs> that's a hologram. There's not a chance that's Ross Braun. So I told everyone that was on the tills as well, get out, get that. I'm fucking serving this guy. And uh, then he came on. I think it was just... Before, it was like just before Brazil when I was like I was like, literally shaking I was like how do you think you're going to Brazil <laughs> like, I kind of, like a bag <laughs> and oh my god he was like yeah and I was like can I get your autograph he was like yeah sure did you ask for his autograph yeah yeah and he gave, gave it to me and I was like 
right, I now need to go have a lie down for the next four hours because I was hyperventilating. Oh my god! That was my first like interaction with someone from F1. First he was uh, he was on our flight back from Italy, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. First, yeah. Yeah. first row. First row. Nice Coming back from Nico Rosberg. He had some leg room. Yeah, with his champagne. It's so funny seeing like F1 personnel like not when in when we F1. landed in yeah. Abu Dhabi and we were, and we were walking Boulier. up and Eric Boulier is just standing at the end of the walkway and he was like, just chilling yeah. and we were yeah it was one of those second glance moments because yeah. he wasn't obviously wearing he wasn't head to toe in McLaren, McLaren. gear yeah, he was just wearing normal clothes it's like teachers when you're in school like you're like you don't go home you live on an F1 pit wall there was like. one year where uh, Rosberg went to Goodwood and he just wore normal clothes and he just walked around yeah. Yeah, and he just like incognito, and it's like yeah. Just around. But <laughs> it shows that if they're not in their racing overalls and they're just wandering about, like guess what? They're real humans. They're real humans. Almost. I know. They're just like us. Force India, mm. or not Force India? <laughs> what are they going to be called this season? Force. Good. Force Thanks, one. Jess. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you send that over to them. I'm sure they've never heard. <laughs> no, but that's. You reckon that's for what yeah, because they want to get rid of the India part, don't they? Yeah, because yeah. they want to they want to appeal ties. to global brands. They tried they tried to f- just just appeal to Indian brands and bring like Indian companies. They on had like board. Kingfisher on one of their first. Yeah, because that's yeah, VJ's so thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, well, you can tell like just if you just look at the evolution of Force India, they've gone from like, oh yeah, we'll we'll probably have like um, Chandak or Karthiken in the car at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The car is just an Indian flag, yeah. and then it's gone like... Okay, we're pink just, now. Yeah, we're pink now. It, well, even just Mexico, like with Perez, like yeah. brings yeah. all the Mexican sponsors, says visit Mexico on the car, all the Mexican sponsors, and then like now just, yeah. Pink Force Mexico, there you go. Force Mexico, it'd just Force be Mexico. called Force... Any other ties for any other countries, do you know, like Force Zimbabwe Force, or something? Force or? Worldwide. Force Worldwide. That sounds like some kind of like American delivery company. I was going to say delivery company, like FedEx or something. (laughs) It's just a bunch of guys turn up in suits handing you your package and go, package has been delivered. And then they leave. Pink suits. Pink suits. suits. Yeah, I don't, who knows? They're meant to be announcing it before Australia. Yeah, but they're only allowed to, you're only allowed to rename your team every 10 years or something. So they have to go through a lot of legal. Stuff. Oh really? So does that if it's I suppose if it's changing name, it's normally changing owner as well. Is that? Yeah, but it's not changing owner. I think that's where the problem right, okay. lies. Tommy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with the insider. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of changes, uh, what about Lewis Hamilton? Do you think he'll be rocking the dreadlocks coming into Melbourne? Well, he had them. I saw his Instagram story the other day, and he had half a race suit on and was wearing yeah. it. Had his dreadlocks. Yeah. I was like. He did have his dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. then for the launch, he didn't have them. That man, that man's hair must be Are they be extensions? Horrible. Is he wearing dreadlock extensions? Well, no, because you can no, see, like, you can the, see the hair's his, yeah, his head is, like, bald, where everything's being into... Unless he's wearing a bald cap and then dreadlocks But on he top. normally... <laughs> <laughs> That's a great look. <laughs> you can tell, like, in recent races where he's, like... He takes his helmet off and he's, like, that... Like, trying to put the cap on, like, before... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you tried spending that long in with a helmet on. I'm sure you would yeah. be wanting to fix your hair too. I mean, quite... Matty, yours was looking a bit... Um, you weren't even in the car that long and yours was looking... Flat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dreadlocks is <laughs> the, next, the next step really to keep, to keep the volume. Um, it must be painful with that dreadlock. Like, we're not painful but uncomfortable. Because of course, if it's like not, if it's a normal haircut... I can't haircut, believe this is the top of the <laughs> It's a great combo. If it's a honestly. normal haircut, it kind of just... Smush, I would have thought dreadlocks were a bit hard. You've got a roll of just one there and, and one there. And well, Grosjean sure. used to have his big, like, Sideshow Bob 
Tough for a hair. <laughs> he was fine. <laughs> so if he can do it, anyone can. Exactly. <laughs> I really wish when he like pulled his helmet off that it properly just just Boing. went. Boing. Just went, yeah. <laughs> that'd be yeah, awesome. That'd be so good. So just quickly again on Lewis Hamilton, how do we think he's going to do this season? Not just because of the, the performance in the car, but also how he'll cope with Instagram and the social media debacle that he uh, had. It's, it's again, it's like, oh. Bearing in mind, Lewis, uh, sorry, Jess is a massive Lewis Hamilton fan. I'm surprised you haven't crossed the other three names out on that t-shirt. Um, sorry, carry on. Just a, just a sort of disclaimer. <clears throat> okay, speaking <laughs> speaking as impartially as possible. <laughs> I think you know he he has probably the most scrutiny of any F1 driver yeah. probably yeah. ever, purely because easily he's transcended F1. Like he's not just an F1 driver; he's a worldwide celebrity, and he does the things with fashion and music and. Um, it's, I think he's, he, it must get to him because he's a human and, you know, having that much criticism on you, you're, you're gonna feel it. But I think people have blown the whole Instagram thing out of proportion. People um, care so much more when it's him as well. Of course. Like if half of the stuff he's done, if it was, no offence the others, but one of the other, is that yeah, war done? Well, it's like if, if oh, the we, we lost a camera. Yeah, We've like, lost Ali. <laughs> Ali. <laughs> See ya. Bye. I suppose if like if, if it was Bottas that was doing it, I don't think it would be as. Big. Well, I I watched a Sky Sports feature the other day and it was Natalie Pinkham and Kimi Raikkonen. Shout out to Natalie Pinkham. Natalie Pinkham bins a car and Kimi Raikkonen goes. Happens a lot when women are driving. And you go. Who said that? that uh, Kimmy, cool, yeah. and if that was Hamilton, solid... that would be in the front cover of the Sun, yeah. front cover of the Daily Mail, and you just think, <laughs> you just know it would. Because Kimmy's like, ah, oh, typical Kimmy. Yeah, and Good you're one. just like, oh, lol. And it's the same, like, everything Hamilton does is scrutinised scrutinised to, like... to the tiniest point yeah. where it's, he's essentially the same as, without going too far into it, like, the England football team, they just like, they just lay into them when there's like a World Cup on. They do it the same with Lewis when like the championships on. It's like when he's winning, they're like, "Yeah, our hero, champion, blah blah blah." And then actually, lose the second he does something wrong, it's like, "Oh, he's a tax evader." He's, 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 he's partying blah, blah, blah. too much. And yeah. he's not focused on F1. He's a four-time world champion. He's done. He's got to be focused. pretty well, hasn't like, he? And I'm, I'm convinced. Like, I mean, I hope for F1's sake, it's, it's a tighter fight because I mean the beginning of last Wendy. season it was really <laughs> at the beginning of beginning of last year it was actually pretty exciting because it was yeah. literally flip-flopping between that him could have been Seb. one of the best seasons ever if it had stuck was as it was when they were just Asia. back and forth back and forth back and forth that would have been mm. so good to yeah. go into that last race and with them. I think it was the first season in since the Mercedes dominance that you actually saw Mercedes weakness so yeah. the car was too long and wide and in, in, for certain tracks, you know, they, Not being didn't, able to follow an they well. didn't deal well with They heat. got complacent with, I, like, I don't think they didn't know what to do when they weren't winning, yeah. but they definitely had got complacent from knowing that they get pole every race, they win every race for those three years. And then the second something happened, like you started to see odd strategies and certain things. As soon as another car was in the mix, it was kind of like, oh, what, you know, like, they like, were even we letting like, Bottas <laughs> and Hamilton re-pass each other and overtake each other and things like that. And, yeah, it was, they, they clearly struggled with. 
with that. But you didn't struggle on day four, fastest overall Hamilton. I'm sure you were happy about that, Jess. <laughs> Again, like testing means eh, nothing. Means, means nothing. Mean like nothing. whoever goes well, fastest it, in testing, it doesn't really matter. Also, it's been terrible conditions. They were. Yeah. He was two tenths off his pole time from last year on, on medium, medium tyres. Tyres. and in the track temperatures, and the track temperatures and the track being temperatures. that low. Which is my next point. How do you think the the low temperatures would have affected testing? Because it's not representative at all to. Well, this is the, any of the track. This is the thing, and the other thing was that they they had already reduced the amount of testing days down to eight. Yeah. So you know, how much data can you glean from eight days? But then on top of that, how much data can you glean from eight days with Arctic conditions? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they had a vote to add an extra day for the snow day, mm -hmm. and one team said no. Was that, so, I don't know. It had to be a yeah, unanimous Ferrari. decision. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever thinks Ferrari. they're miles ahead already yeah. and are pretty confident, Toro say. Uh, <laughs> they've they were just like, no, you're right, and then they've not. I suppose with it. with less testing though, it means that they're more likely going to get the feel of the car during the season. So it might mean that the season to begin with is closer because they haven't really tested the cars properly. Or they're going to have one or two teams that have set up perfectly and that's the rest right. of the field is that's why they should ban yeah, practice stick to world still you think they should ban practice 100 percent. that'd be that good would that'd be so be much better much more like like every every uh f1 weekend when it's raining in uh practice and all that kind of stuff and they're like oh the team's got no data what they're going to do and then the grid is a little bit mixed up for oh, qualifying because they go straight in <laughs> yeah exactly bring it on that's another one of Bernie's yeah. ideas. But, <laughs> but seriously, if you ditch practice and they just have to do the car setups in the race, I think it'd be absolutely amazing. Two races, there you go. Well, <laughs> all right, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting though, because my, um, my old housemate, Kate Snowball, shout out to Kate Snowball, she actually says that she prefers, because we, we go to races together um, and we've been to quite a few now, but she says that she actually prefers Friday as a spectator yeah. because you get to see more, more of, car action. Of the yeah. car action. Well, hopefully. and you're not stuck. So, like when we went to Silverstone this year, mm. I felt the same because Friday, like end of Friday, when they're doing like quali runs and stuff, or even like free practice three, you can roam around the whole track. Yeah. You're not just stuck to your grandstand. You can go to Maggots and Beckett's, which is the greatest corner ever to watch the new cars go through go and you can just stand right next to the fence and watch them fly yeah. through and you just go if this is qualifying yes it's tense when i watch it on tv but i don't know what's going on anyway mm -hmm. yeah it makes no difference if you just want to see the cars yeah friday i think well maybe just one practice session it's more for like this i suppose the show of of f1 to have something fun for people to watch rather than just mm quality in a race. It means they can see more of the cars, maybe they're getting more value for money in that mm. sense, rather than, I mean, it's a ticket price. Yeah, but then, at the, same the same time, but then at the same time, so many people don't turn up. They always go on about, oh yeah, they need like more stuff for the show for thing we need to put on uh, Formula 2 and GP3, and you stay on Saturday and watch the GP3 race, and like 95% of people have gone home. Mm. So. It's kind of like, do they really care that much? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so obviously slightly deviated <laughs> okay. from, uh, <laughs> from car launches and testing. Uh, probably look to round it up now. So I'm going to go to each of you and just ask you, who do you think is going to be on top in Australia? We haven't learned much yet. We've still got another week of testing. In terms of pole However, or in terms of who's going to be on top of podium? 
So I'm just clarifying. Curious. <laughs> Ali getting just into uh, the win, the, the win, win okay, the win. Cool, yeah, because cool. poll doesn't really matter um, so much. Tommy, I want you to predict who's who so in the team as well. To say Hamilton, but I think it's going to be Hamilton. But I really don't want it to be. I really want a close fight. So all the Hamilton uh, haters will be like, "Go, Tommy!" Like in your prediction. I don't dislike him. I just, just we need a season where he's not just. Where he's made, where, made where to he's work. Where he's made to work for it. Just like last year, um, in yeah, many senses. Most, but half yeah. the season. Yeah, until Ferrari just decided to well, not the second half, the second half of the season was a bit closer with Red Bull, so hopefully... Hopefully Red Bull are up there. Well, Dan, yeah. Daniel Ricciardo told us at Cota last year that this was his season, he was going to win this season. So. And if he does, then I get some royalties or something, because well, I mean... I know he said it. Yeah, but I not asked you. the question, I made it happen, <laughs> okay? So, it's fine, I'm just trying to get money. So, uh, Jess, what about you? In terms of Australia, I, f- I think Hamilton will probably clinch it. What you think, yeah. I think. Carlos Sainz is going to win, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard uh, Jack Aitkins come in, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yes. he's going he's gonna to do it. No, I think, I think Mercedes are probably, like, they just, they seem a bit cooler on the setup in terms of having something prepared. Um, I've not seen anything from Ferrari yet that makes me think that they are in the same playing field. I hope, like Tommy, like I might be a Lewis fan in my in my personal life, but when I'm thinking about it from the perspective of F1, like everyone wants a close yeah. season. Everyone wants a close. I hope it's a three-way battle. I hope it's Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes in terms of constructors. I hope we get a 2012 where we have. Yeah, a so different winner every. Nada comes back and wins. No, no. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I think I think Lewis. What about you? Oh gosh, wow! I thought we were going to answer. Um, <laughs> I think. Oh, I think. What I hope. I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, I okay, I'm going to say Kimi Raikkonen is going to win the first race. What? I was Where's thinking Raikkonen. Boy, oh, my boy. I don't know. So that's going to break down. Are you just? Going, are you literally just going? Yeah, Kimi yeah, yeah. I mean, my man Kimmy, we spent some time in the simulator and I felt like he was really on it, you know, around Spa especially. Um, well, this is but, this is uh, his season of literally make it or break it. Well, he has so. to, yeah. Well, he's not going to be allowed to, though. He's not, if he's, he wins he's the first race, though. he'll be allowed to. No, he won't. Yeah, yeah. But if Vettel's right behind him, they're going to be like, well, yeah, just, he, won't, he won't get out of the way on the first race. They'll be multi 21 all over they will, again. They will no. bring him into the pits and they will give <laughs> him a slow three. No, they will. They'll make sure Vettel gets ahead. Because Kimi won't have the race pace to like maybe hold Kimi it. Maybe Kimi will this year. All right. well, maybe he will. Yeah. But yeah. you saw it. In, you you're saw it you're in wrong. Quite but okay. <laughs> so a man can dream. Yeah. I just want Vettel to have some. It would be some nice. Kind it would be nice for Kimi to win another race, but yeah. Ferrari. Ferrari are always a one-man team, regardless yeah. of what they say. I think some things will have to go down for Kimi to win. That's fair. But I just like Kimi to mm. win another race because. I mean, at the end of last year, especially when we were at Abu Dhabi, and you know, we we I just saw how far Kimi was behind Vettel, and I was like, "What, what are you how, doing?" Yeah. He was getting hounded by a Red Bull. I was like, "Oh, come on, Kimi!" But I think it's just the car doesn't suit him. So hopefully this year, maybe, maybe he will. Uh, this is his year. Actually, you're going to say Kimi as well. Year. Yeah, I was going to say Kimi as well, but then because I was thinking because about, everyone shot me down, you're going to go with someone else. No, I was right? thinking Kimi, but then I was also thinking, well, as much as I'd love Kimi to get it, and I think that he could do it, I think Ferrari would fuck him over, and it would have to go to Vettel. <laughs> So I think Vettel will be on the top step of the podium, but wow. I, it'll be, I think it'll be a, a Ferrari 1-2. Okay. 
Can we make a bold prediction, seeing as though ours was so boring and just went for Mercedes on Toro? Toro, so top five. Tommy, so... You think Toro's top five? Really? They always do. With who? I don't know, but they always do really well in Australia. They always... They tend to, like, lose... Loser on development, and I genuinely think that Torosso will get top five. Very young drivers, maybe. like newbie yeah. drivers, though. I wouldn't yeah, say hard. Max was a noob, that was a noob. True. Gasly's pretty. Who else will be on the podium for you, Jess? Who should be on the podium? Who else will be on the podium with Lewis? Vettel and Ricardo. Wow, Vettel. Well, I think it's going to be a Ferrari 1 2, and I think third will be. I'm going to say Verstappen, just to throw it out there. You're literally just picking names out, aren't you? The names that you like. <laughs> no, 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 honestly, I think... You're just going, think, honestly, uh, yeah. Ali knows I three like? drivers. Ali's, <laughs> Ali's looking at Jess's T-shirt going, Sebastian. <laughs> 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 Who are the other F1 drivers? Just need, just need to add Ricardo down here. Yeah. Yeah. No one said Fernando. It's, it's not going to happen. I'm going to go with Kimi, Lewis, and then Fernando Alonso. That's my what? Opinion. Alonso, out of nowhere. Alonso, yeah. My boy Alonso, he's going to do it. Do you, do, think it. do you think they'll... Actually, do all right. I hope so. I do. I really do. I, I think they will be much more competitive. I think they'll get podiums this year. McLaren. Yeah. yeah. They've got a big benchmark with Red Bull, though. <laughs> I think that's where they're going to embarrass or themselves. Or not. Jess <laughs> didn't particularly. I love McLaren. I'm, I'm from. Brooklyn. No, no, no. I wasn't saying you didn't like McLaren, but you didn't believe that they could get a podium this year. I just don't think they're ready. I don't think they're ready. When Lewis left, she was like, bugger off. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. need you anymore. <laughs> no, don't say that because I'll literally be lynched by everybody <laughs> from Brooksworth. But um, no, I just think like, it kind of goes back to what we were saying about the whole you know partnership thing. It would be great for McLaren to be up there because of the historical reasons and whatever. But if they don't get their shit together, they're not going to be up there. And yeah, okay, like Alonso was looking pretty pacey. <laughs> no I think you know Alonso was looking pretty pacey towards the end of last year so maybe he'll get top five I don't think he's going to get a podium okay well we shall see in the whole year in the whole year wow, wow. I, I'd go with that though too yeah. no he's going to get at least one podium he's going to get one podium and well, we'll see you try when we do our next podcast at the end of the season we could do one before that See you in a well, hopefully, year. Hopefully, if, the, if, if people like it and they actually want to watch it, yeah, we'll if, do it pretty regularly. If this video gets more than 15 likes, we'll do another podcast. Have <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't, though, <laughs> and Torosso get top five in Australia, I will record a video myself. You'll just go home, upload it to WTF1. <laughs> what is this? Anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed. Let us know in the comments section all of the different opinions that you may have on the, all of the different things we've spoken about. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Can't see you, Alistair. Can't see me. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.